Take a deep breath. Matter of fact, let's practice it together. Now let it go. John chapter 20, verse 22. And taking a deep breath, Jesus, Jesus did what we just did. He blew on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Are you ready for this? Behind closed doors, learn to inhale. Take a deep breath. That's what Jesus did. After his resurrection and before his followers changed the world, Jesus did this. <gasps> to a great degree, we collectively as humanity are right now as we speak taking a deep breath. COVID-19 prompted all of us to take a deep breath. This is what we're currently learning. We're learning that we have to inhale before we exhale. That we receive a deposit before we invest. That instruction precedes construction. That we have to breathe in before we breathe out. Behind closed doors, Jesus appears after the resurrection to his disciples who were quarantined with fear. With fear. And what did he do? Taking a deep breath, he blew on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. It always begins with the breath of God. Let me repeat that again. It always begins with the breath of God. Genesis 2, 7. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into man's nostrils. And the man became a living person. The Hebrew word for breath is ruach. Air in motion, breath, life, spirit. The Greek word is pneuma, which is breath and spirit. Job 33, verse 4. For the spirit of God has made me. And the breath of the Almighty gives me life. We have so much to complain about. We have so much, or do we? The fact of the matter is today, if you're watching this, you have breath. You have life. That right there in itself should prompt you to say hallelujah and amen. You should be worshiping the Lord right now because you have the breath of life. We are sometimes focused on the things that we do not have. When we should every single day give God praise for what we do have. We have life. We have the breath of life. God never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What am I saying? God continues to breathe. God continues to breathe. As you receive this word, I believe by faith through Christ that the same God that breathed in Genesis and unleashes breath in John is now right now as I speak breathing new life into your family, into your faith, into your future, into your finances. The same God is breathing new life into your health, into your mind, into your household, into your children and your children's children. Receive the breath of God. Receive heaven's oxygen. Receive that right now in the name of Jesus. Behind closed doors, remember this. Your destiny is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. Permit me to reiterate, your destiny is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. Jesus appears behind closed doors and releases upon his disciples, what spirit? What, what was it again? What spirit? Holy Spirit. No, not just any spirit. 
in Scripture, you could argue there are 16 different spirits outlined and mentioned. Let me give you some. The spirit of divination in the book of Acts chapter 16. The spirit of jealousy, Galatians chapter 5. The spirit of deception, Revelations 12. The spirit of perversion, 2 Peter 2. The spirit of heaviness, Isaiah 61. The spirit of fear, 2 Timothy 1. The spirit of death, Matthew 6. The spirit of the Antichrist, 1 John 2. That's just a sample of approximately 16 spirits that are described in Scripture. But there's only one. I said there's only one. There's only one Holy Spirit. There's only one Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? It is the same Holy Spirit of Genesis that hovered upon the face of the deep, brought things to life, and gave order out of disorder. In the beginning, God created the heavens. The earth was formless and empty, and the Spirit of God was hovering. It is the same Spirit that filled Joshua, enabling him to survive the desert, cross over the Jordan, shout down the walls of Jericho, and step into the promised land. Numbers 27, 18. Joshua, a man in whom is the Spirit, capital S. It is the same Spirit that upon a shepherd boy named David enabled him to defeat the giant called Goliath to conquer the city of Jerusalem and bring back the Ark of the Covenant. 1 Samuel 16, 13 said this, from that day forward, David was filled, or David had the Spirit of the Lord. I'm here to tell you that if you want order instead of chaos, if you want life instead of being lifeless, if you desire to come out of your desert, cross over your Jordan, shout down the obstacles in front of you, if you're ready to step into your promised land, if you want to bring down the giants, possess your destiny, and bring back the glory, then understand this, the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential. All this talk about essential, let me tell you who is essential, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is essential. If you want to live out the, the purpose of God, you need the Holy Spirit. If you want to receive the promises of God, you need the Holy Spirit. If you want to experience the provision of God, you need the Holy Spirit. If you want to build a firewall against your past, you need the Holy Spirit. If you want to guarantee your future, you need the Holy Spirit. When you receive the breath of Jesus, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when his exhale becomes your inhale, he does not temporarily occupy your space. He permanently fills your life. That's the promise. Let me repeat that. When you receive the breath of Jesus, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when his exhale becomes your inhale, he does not temporarily occupy your space. He permanently fills your life. I'm going to do that one more time. When you receive the breath of Jesus, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when his exhale becomes your inhale, he does not temporarily occupy your space he permanently fills your life. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells inside of you? 1 Corinthians 3.16. You are not just a human being. You are a spiritual being. You do not only occupy space. You house divinity. You are not just another person if you are a Christ follower. And if you're not, you're about to be in a few minutes you are temple 
of God's precious Holy Spirit. This right here is not Samuel Rodriguez, just a man in the state of California, in the great U.S. of A, upon this planet in the year 2020. This right here, by the grace of God and for the glory of his name, is temple of the Holy Spirit. That is why your destiny, once again, is not based on what's in front of you. Your destiny is based on who's inside of you. You're not, you are not holy based on what you do. You are holy based on who you house. So when I say, listen, if you're temple of the Holy Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives inside of you, when I say there's greatness inside of you, that is not a strategy. It's not rhetoric that's attempting to affirm you. It's not positive affirmation. It's not validation. When I say there's greatness inside of you, literally speaking, there is greatness inside of you. There is royalty inside of you. There is ingenuity inside of you. There is creativity inside of you. There is innovation inside of you. There is awesomeness inside of you. There is love inside of you. There is joy inside of you. There is peace inside of you. There is meekness and goodness and gentleness and temperance and mercy and faith. There is beauty inside of you because inside of you, inside of you, you have a lot more than your organs. You have a lot more than your cells and your mitochondria and your genes. If you are a Christ follower, if you have experienced the vicarious atoning work of Jesus inside of you, you have precious Holy Spirit. Woo. That's why the enemy is angry. The enemy is angry because he understands that when you are full of God's Spirit, the devil's lies will not work. Permit me to repeat that. When you are full of God's Holy Spirit, the enemy's lies and deception cannot, will not, and shall not work. When you are full of God's spirit, Satan has no access whatsoever. And by no access, I mean zero access. Be filled, Ephesians 5.18, with precious Holy Spirit. I declare and decree that from this moment on, you will not be filled with fear. You will not be filled with failure. You will not be filled with your flesh. You will be filled exclusively with the spirit of the living God. From this moment on, I speak that into your life, into your circumstance. As you are being filled with God's spirit, anxiety runs out. Depression has to flee. Worry will bow down and acquiesce to the reality that Christ is Lord. Right now as I speak, right now as I speak, fear is trembling in the very presence of faith that continues to grow because you are filled not with fear, but God's spirit. What did Paul tell Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.7? God did not give you a spirit of what? Of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. Be filled as I speak right now with God's precious Holy Spirit. Right there in your home, lift up your hands. I want you to be filled afresh with the Spirit of God. I'm telling you, it's supernatural. It is beautiful. It is transformative. Oh, we talk about essential. What's essential? Let me tell you who's essential. The Holy Spirit. Arguably the most essential through the blood of Christ. What do you need above all? Not just to survive, but to thrive. The spirit of the living God in your life. We need you. I want you and your family to be filled, not with fear, not with angst, not with consternation, not with worry, not with depression. 
right now with the spirit of the living God. Jesus looked at his disciples and he did this. And he blew. And the Bible says, he said, receive. Receive the Holy Spirit. God's presence will secure your destiny. If you want to stop hell from having access to your dream, your vision, your finances, your children, your family, your ministry action, then do one thing right now. Be filled with God's Spirit. Be filled with God's Spirit. Receive it. When His exhale becomes your inhale, when His breath becomes your oxygen, when His Spirit becomes your life force, you live in power. Let me repeat that. When his exhale becomes your inhale, when his breath becomes your oxygen, when his spirit becomes your life force, you live empowered. You have power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes. Simply stated, you cannot claim to have the Holy Spirit and be powerless. Let me repeat that. There is no such animal as a powerless child of God. There is no such thing as a powerless Christian. There is no such thing as a powerless Christ follower. There is no such thing as a powerless person filled with the Spirit of God. When you inhale God's exhale, when you open up your heart and receive God's Spirit, you have power. I said you have power. You have power. You have power to move mountains. You have power to cast out darkness. You have power to turn on the light. You have power over depression, over anxiety, over your past. You have power over the old you. You have power. You have the power you need to do the word of God, to live out the will of God, to walk in the way of God, to listen to the whisper of God, to look through the windows of God and change the world for God. Let me repeat that. When you have his spirit, you have power. You have the power you need to do the, to do the word of God, to live out the will of God, to walk in the way of God, to listen to the whisper of God, to look through the windows of God and change the world for God. You have power. Power. The spirit of God is the spirit of regeneration. He is the one that secures, that makes sure, that secures the promise, the author said regeneration, being born again. The Spirit of God is the one that indwells. He, he abides, He occupies your life. He is the Spirit of restraint. He is the Spirit of movement. He is that Spirit. He is that Spirit. It's that Spirit of God. It is that Spirit. It is that Spirit. It is that Spirit. The Spirit of the living God indeed. Receive that Spirit right now. Receive God's precious Spirit. Finally, finally, this is what Jesus did. That's what he did. Aren't we collectively doing that right now? We're taking a deep breath. We're inhaling right now, but we're about to exhale. We're about to exhale like we've never exhaled before. By the way, let me ask you, what happens if all we do is breathe in? Anyone know? all we do is breathe in we die think about it we die 
That's why we need to breathe in and breathe out. And respectfully, the problem is that we have people, even certain church people, that all they do is breathe in but never breathe out. And that's why they're spiritually speaking blue in the face. Because breathing in is receiving. Breathing out is giving. Breathing in is sowing. Breathing out is reaping. Breathing in is binding. Breathing out is releasing. Breathing in makes you a listener of the word. Breathing out makes you a doer of the word. Breathing in makes you a consumer. Breathing out makes you a producer. And we have been consuming for a long time. It's time to produce. Behind closed doors in this holy quarantine, Jesus Christ, after the resurrection, breathed in and he breathed out. And when he exhaled, he blew, he blew upon his disciples the most essential element, not just for us to survive, but for us to thrive. Holy Spirit. As we find ourselves, some of us are already out of the quarantine. I want you to understand this. As you get ready to change the world around you and exhale, the Holy Spirit is essential. The Holy Spirit enables. The Holy Spirit empowers. The Holy Spirit enriches. The Holy Spirit equips. The Holy Spirit educates. The Holy Spirit elevates. The Holy Spirit changes everything. So Jesus did this. And they, right there, here it is, received the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? What's essential in your life? You may argue family. Some have discovered you need some sort of financial reserves. What's essential in your life? We understand what's not essential. But what if I tell you right now the most essential element on the planet for you today is the spirit of the risen Christ in your life. If you and your family are filled with God's precious Holy Spirit, all things are possible. Lift up your hands right there where you're at. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, today we receive, we collectively receive your exhale. We inhale your exhale. We receive your precious Holy Spirit. Lord, we can't do anything without your Spirit. To such a degree, Lord, we are reminded of the psalmist David when he was confronted, confronted with moral turpitude, his sin. And when he asked for forgiveness, he said, you can take anything away from me, but there's one thing that I beg of you never to take away. Never, ever, ever take away what I can't live without your precious Holy Spirit. Take not thine spirit from me. Because with your spirit, I know that you can restore unto me the joy of thine salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Right now, receive that spirit. That's the spirit of love and joy and peace and goodness and gentleness and temperance and mercy and faith. That spirit bears fruit. Receive that spirit right now. Which means every other spirit has to flee. The spirit of anxiety and fear and depression and angst and worry, fear. Right now, flee by the authority of heaven. Right now, your family is being filled with God's precious Holy Spirit. Your children and your children's children filled with God's precious Holy Spirit. Your entire household, your mind, your body, your soul filled with the spirit of the living God. He breathed in. He breathed out. That righteous, eternal exhale change the world.
Receive that right now. If you receive God's Spirit right now, if you are receiving a fresh touch, a fresh infilling of the Spirit of God, tell me who you are and where you're from. And just right now, put your hands up and say, I receive a fresh infilling of God's Holy Spirit. Do it right now, right around the wall, right now, on whatever platform you're on, on our app, on the YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Right now, just say, I receive a fresh infilling of God's Holy Spirit. I dare you to stand up right now in your house and say, this house is filled with God's Spirit. Say that right now. And when you say that in the name of Jesus, every other vestige, every other spirit has to flee. Darkness will flee. Sin will flee. Whatever is not of God will flee in the name of Jesus. Declare that right now. Unleash it with the authority of heaven. Amen. We love you. We have people right now from all over the world just chiming in from Singapore, from different parts of Africa. Receive right now God's precious Holy Spirit. Receive him right now by the authority of heaven in the name of Jesus. Receive him right now. It's not an it. It's a person. And by the way, let me conclude with this. Just like we have an intimate relationship with the Father, and just like we have an intimate relationship with the Son, Jesus, it is cumbersome upon us. It behooves us to have an intimate relationship with God the Holy Spirit. Receive that right now. I am believing that in the month of May, you and your family will have a fresh encounter with the third person of the Trinity, the Spirit of the living God. Receive that. Your house is filled. Breathe in, breathe out. Are you ready to exhale? Are you ready to exhale? You're coming out of this pandemic. You're coming out of this quarantine, and you're going to breathe out. And what comes out of you will change the world around you. When you breathe out, your children and your friends and those around you, your colleagues and associates are going to say, we don't recognize you anymore. You don't talk the way you used to. You don't think the way you used to. You don't even behave the way you used to. It's a new you. And tell them, when they ask you, whatever happened to you in the quarantine? What happened to you in the quarantine? Tell them, I was filled with God's Holy Spirit. Amen. Receive that right now in the name of Jesus. Tell me who you are, where you're from. We're praying for you right now as we speak. Let me encourage you to join us this Wednesday for our midweek Bible study. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss our midweek Bible study as we go deeper in the Word of God, studying the Spirit of God in the month of May through the book of Ephesians. And then join us next Sunday, 9 a.m., 10.30 in Spanish, 12 o'clock noon. And if you're in the vicinity of one of our campuses next week for Mother's Day, drive in. Drive in services. Watch us online. We have special gifts for all the moms that drive into our campuses. We're about to see the glory of Jesus like we've never seen the glory of Jesus before. Get ready. Breathe in. Breathe out. What is the most essential element in your life in this season? The Spirit of the living God. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's precious Holy Spirit make this season the best season of your life. Hey, new season, let's do one thing together for the glory of the risen Christ. In the name of Jesus, let's do it as you confess Christ as Lord right now in our chat room, on our social media platforms, as you receive the grace of Jesus in your life, as you are born again, saved, delivered, and healed. Let's do one thing